Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome back to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, episode 22. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. And for those of you who don't know me, I am Yvette, the founder of Manage My Wedding. Today, I'm going to be talking all things DIY. I'll cover off DIY options that you might not have thought of before. And I'm also going to help you decide if you want to go DIY. Today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding Hair Vine Collection. These stunning handcrafted hair pieces are perfect for upstars or having your hair down. They are sure to make you feel like a princess on the day and can be put in your hair by a hairdresser or as a DIY option. You can view them at managemywedding.com. Firstly, before I get into the DIY wedding hacks, I want to make sure that you do understand that there are some amazing suppliers out there. There are some really incredibly talented people and they do a top quality job. And I don't want that to be dismissed during this podcast. So please remember that. But I also do understand that some of you may have some spare time on your hands at the moment. And also some of you might need to save some money. And you might be considering doing that with DIY. Or you're sitting home around at the moment because we aren't allowed to go anywhere with coronavirus and you're weighing up what options you can DIY to fill in all that spare time. So some DIY ideas that you can do are DIY flowers. There are fake flowers that you can go for. Or you can DIY real flowers as well from the flower markets. Don't get me wrong, I myself am not crafty, arty, talented at all. So this is something I could not possibly do. But I do think if you have got some spare time, then you could definitely do some classes and you can find the classes on YouTube or there's also a lot of... Um, florists that actually do lessons online as well so you can check out those but you've got the fake or real option then there's confetti so you could make your own confetti and you could do that with drying out rose petals to make like your pot puree kind of um, confetti style or you can dry out leaves and do some really colorful love heart hole punch leaves so that's my first DIY option Then you have table centerpieces. Now this, you can really go as simple as you like or you can really go really extravagant. You could purchase some cute vases on Facebook Marketplace or there's so many Facebook groups now where people are selling stuff that they're finished with. Um, Or you can go to your $2 junk store or Kmart and you can buy those cute little vases. You can add a couple of flowers real or fake again, and just scatter them across the table. Or you can paint jars. Some people like to paint frames um, with table numbers and they like to make make their own table runners for a bit of colour and you can just go to the fabric store or purchase some fabric online to do that. So table centrepieces, you can really go extreme or like I said, you can just keep it simple. Then there is 
doing your own place cards, menus, or your service booklets. And there's quite a few different options here with what you can do. So you can either um, purchase some paper online or go to a stationery shop and you can just handwrite your own place cards. You can do some calligraphy lessons and then neatly write the place cards in calligraphy or you just go and ask someone in your family who's got really neat handwriting to do it for you. You can also print your own menus at home from a normal printer with some nice paper that you've purchased and you can just pop someone's name at the top of that menu and then you've doubled up you've got a menu for each person and you've also got their name at the top and that's something you can definitely design and do yourself at home and if you think oh I don't want to have to design anything then you can use something like Canva um, or you could you know, find someone on Etsy who can design um, a style for you at a really low cost and then print it yourself. So it's some really easy options there. And then with your service booklets, I see so many people these days creating their own service booklets, but what they're doing is they're turning a service booklet into a fan. So they've got a stick, which is like a a big kind of um, lollipop stick and you can buy them at craft stores not a lollipop stick, sorry, like an ice cream stick, but a bigger version one. And then they're printing the service, the order of the service on some harder paper, small like a cardboard and sticking it onto the stick. So it's like a fan. So if it's summer and it's hot, you've got a fan and they can keep it and they've got the order of the service and what's happening for the day on it. So they're really cool DIY, easy idea. Then you have the option of DIYing your own invites. Again, two different options here. You can either do just a digital invite, you can make something up yourself on your own computer, or you, again, you can just go somewhere like um, Etsy or Canva. Canva is free and you can create an awesome digital invite on there. And you can email that invite out to everyone, text it to everyone. These days, it's really, really common to get a digital invite. Or you can create yourself a free wedding website and you can ask your guests to RSVP via text or email so you don't have to get a paper trail back from them. And you can also get um, some really cheap invites these days printed as well through the likes of Vistaprint or Zazzle. Or there's also some really other other really nice small family run businesses um, or, you know, one young girl who's running her own tiny business that might want your, you might need your support and you can often find them on Instagram as well. And they do really cheap invites. Then there's the bonbonniers. And if you don't know what that is, also known as your guest favours or your guest gifts. So I DIY'd my own guest gifts we did the um, hangover kits and we just purchased Barocca and Panadol and all these bits and pieces and band-aids and mints and we packed them all individually ourselves and I just went on to Etsy and I found someone who could make the little bag for them all to go inside so that was really really cheap and it was easy and it was used and it was fun but there's so many other things that you can do to give your guests and that you can do from home and literally not even like spend more than a dollar So some of those things could be you could put little succulents into mini pots 
and actually another really great thing that I, I went to a wedding last July and they did it. Oh, they did it really well. So what they did was they had all these different plants and succulents, but really nice plants in all different sized um, pots and jars. And cause it was a, a really um, that industrial kind of vintage barn sort of feel of a wedding. And they had all different sizes and all those succulents and plants and those little mini pots and larger pots, they were the centerpieces. But during the night, they asked everyone to pick one that they liked to take home. Yeah, there was a little bit of a scrabble, scramble around for who was going to get what. Um, but that kind of made it really fun as well. So there you, you can double up, you know, the, the table centerpieces with those guest gifts as well. And some other things that you can do is um, I've seen done before. You can get a wheelbarrow at the ceremony or at the entrance of the reception and you can fill it, fill it with seedling, seedlings and then you can just have a sign that says something like um, take one and watch, watch love grow and that can be their gift or something similar. You could build your own s'mores package everyone loves s'mores oh it's just people just love them don't they they're all that gooiness and tasty flavors all together and you could put them in a little package with a, a little note on it on the front that says something like um let's roast mallows and party some more or just something cheesy and fun and you can make the package really stylish too so it doesn't have to look like a diy job but it's still going to be cheap and, and easy to do and then you've got other ideas, um, like for a table centerpiece, you could do something like let love glow and you could have heaps of funky, cool, different colored glow sticks. And that can be everyone's gift, but they can use it on the dance floor as well, but it can make up the centerpiece too. Or then there's like things like love it, love, um, love it brewing tea, you know, give everyone some tea. Um, or if you or your, future husband and wife are bookworms and everyone knows you are you can give everyone a really cool fun or sweet and lovable bookmark and that can also double up as the place card with their name on the top as well so really there's so many options here oh and also actually I know that I've seen before um, some people as a place card they've got like your, a paper bag and you can do a white one pink brown whatever you want but they've got a paper bag and they've put the name on the paper bag and then they know where to sit but that then double up, doubles up as an empty bag that they then go and fill from the with the lolly station or they fill it with a piece of cake whatever they want and take it home so again you combine you DIYing it and you can you can double it up um so you've got your guest favor and your place card in one so really there, there are some really clever ideas. Then you have DIYing furniture. Um, some, for some people, this might be a little bit too tricky, especially if you don't have any space to store anything or get anything prepared. But if you do have some space and some time, you could get some crates, especially if you're having that farmyard, outdoory kind of feel. You can get 
crates and, and, and even if it's not a farm actually or an outdoor, you can paint crates and make them look great. You can even um, stack crates up high and drape fairy lights around it and that makes a really awesome backdrop as well for a dance floor or a backdrop for the bride and groom party. You can get bales of hay for seating or for a cocktail party. Um, and, and of course you have to do things that suit your style of your wedding you wouldn't just do these things if they didn't suit what you're trying to achieve um, vintage style you could go and get free furniture um, old furniture you know people throw things up on on the marketplace all the time free pick up today or you can you know pick them up off the street and clean them and do them up and have that real funky vintage style wedding or you can borrow garden furniture from your grandparents because garden furniture is really popular at the moment for weddings. Then there is signage. You can definitely DIY signage. Signage can be expensive um, and it looks great. It looks really good to have signage. So some people do chalkboards. So you can buy chalkboards in all different sizes. Uh, You do not have to be the person that paints on them or chalks them up you can ask someone that you know that does a good job or you can get planks of wood and you can chop them up and you can paint wording on them you know one that points to the ceremony one that points to the dance floor um, or you can paint table numbers on small pieces of wood then there's the option as well of mirrors I've seen a lot of weddings where they get mirrors and that you can buy special white pen, like they're white, it's white paint, but it's in a pen and you can write really neatly on it. So you could write the seating plan on it. You can write table numbers. You can write little corny quotes, whatever it is that you want to do. But mirrors are amazing for DIY. They also look really good flat on a t- on your tables and then you can put your table centerpieces on top they kind of just change that bit of space and then on to uh, DIYing your decorations so we've kind of talked about so far you know sort of the the paper side of things the you know the um, gifts and your furniture that kind of decor look but then you've got the extra decorations and at the moment balloons seem to be like a massive hit and they look amazing they definitely do, don't look like the balloons that we had 20 years ago with them when we were kids and you can diy these so there's companies like um i don't usually mention businesses but joe she owns the pop-up party co and they do beautiful stunning balloon garlands that you can DIY and make yourself. So a business like that is worth checking out and you can do it the morning of the wedding or have someone do it for you. It's up to you. Then there's also the option of um, you can hang jars with baby's breath uh, at the ceremony. It's really endless with what you can do for decorations. Then food. (laughs) Oh, sometimes I don't like to touch on this one, but I, I do also understand that I do have listeners that are just having a backyard wedding purely for budget reasons or just because they just don't want that big, you know, hoo-ha wedding that some of us love. And that's totally okay. Um, if you are having a big wedding though, you know, and you've got a hundred guests, I, I highly suggest you get a caterer. And there are caterers that can 
fit any budget. You just have to ring around and find a caterer that fits your budget and they'll give you the options to fit that budget you have. Um, But if you have a private property um, or you've hired a really small space and um, you have just got, you know, 20, 30 guests, you could do something really simple and easy like asking all of, you know, your aunties to make a traditional family dish that they bring or you could do a pig on the spit and people just go up and help themselves or you could do a taco pole station you know those are things that are easy to diy but again if you want to diy food just think about how many people there are because you don't want people having to run around during your wedding trying to clean up and and make food you want everyone to have a really good time and if you really still want it to be casual and fun and you don't want to spend too much, you could look into food trucks coming in as well. And then the last DIY topic that I've got on here is, uh, it's a big one. And it's, if you want to DIY the whole day yourself, um, that is a really big job. Again, uh, it, it it varies for depending on how many people you're having. But if you want to DIY everything, so you want your own caterers, you want to do all the setup, you want to do absolutely everything, you have to be careful because sometimes it can actually end up costing more than what it would have been to go and get a venue to do it for you. So make sure if you're doing this, that you write up all the costs before you make that decision because you really need to know somebody who's going to let you use their property or find a hall that's maybe only, you know, a $500, $1,000 higher or an old shearing shed or a farmhouse that's a friend's that they're going to let you use for the day. Because when you go and you try and hire a really beautiful space, sometimes that hire can be $10,000. And by the time you go and DIY everything yourself, you could end up spending even more than what it will cost you to go and get a venue to do everything. And if you are going to DIY and you've got the space, make sure you can get access the day before so that you can get in and set up and do as much as you can the day before because the day of the wedding, you really want to be relaxed and you don't want to be stressed about not being ready in time. Um, and that is why often, you know, you hear people saying, oh, you know, stylists are so expensive, but they put so much time into styling your wedding. And quite often they, there is not just one person setting up, there might be five setting up that wedding. So, you know, costs do add up. And again, if you want to DIY the whole day yourself, you need time. You really need time and you really need to make sure that it does is going to fit your budget. Or you really need some good friends and family that want to help you and make sure it's all done on time and that you're not stressed out in the day yourself. So there you have it. I actually gave you 10 like different topics to DIY then. I didn't go through the numbers, but there were 10. And just a quick recap, they were DIY your flowers, your table centerpieces is two. Number three is all your paper sort of stuff. So you place cards, the menus, the service booklets. Number four is your invites. Number five is your guest favors, bonbonaries. Number six was your DIY furniture. 
Number seven was signage. Number eight, decorations. Number nine, food. And the 10th one that I wrapped up with was DIYing the whole day yourself. So some of these were easy, um, but some of them are super time consuming and can end up being quite stressful. So just work out which ones you think you can achieve and which ones you really don't want to, you want to pass off to someone else. But if you, you just, the key to all of this really is that you need time on your hands. But if you do end up making any of the things that I've suggested or you do DIY, then please tag us on Instagram. It's just at manage my wedding because I love to see what you've done and I do love to share with other future brides and grooms to help them, especially when it comes to DIY because some people really do want to DIY, but they don't know where to start. And some people come up with some really clever ideas. So please, I'd love for you to share. And if you have listened to this podcast in real time, it is the 20th of April, 2020, and the world is in lockdown with COVID-19. And I just want to personally wish all of you the best during these difficult times. I wish everyone health and happiness right now. Stay safe and support each other. And until next time, Enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams. 